All right, guys, we're back with Brews and Reviews. Um, we're going to do a very non-controversial film, but I'm going to make it controversial. <laughs> I can't say controversial. But he has a speech impediment, if you haven't learned that yet. Cole, I haven't introduced you! <laughs> I'm going to start this whole thing over. I'm Jake Armstrong, this is Cole McCune, and we got a guest star, Casey Shaw. Casey, tell me about yourself. Yeah. No one cares, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Walk into that one. <laughs> you did. I was really hoping you didn't bite it. I think I, 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 I think you waited a second. You're like, I shouldn't say anything. Wait, I want to. <laughs> Casey Shaw, a good friend of ours and a good friend, hopefully, to this podcast. If he does well, he might come back for the second one. Let's find out. We're talking about Solo, a Star Wars story. Go. what do you think about this movie? Uh, it wasn't much of a Star Wars story. Pretty much flat out. He's a negative Nelly. Let's go to Casey. This is maybe... No, not maybe. This is by far my least favorite Star Wars movie. Hands down. Wow. No comparison. No, that... Okay, now we're... See, this is why we have these podcasts. <laughs> you can listen to Dum Dum over there and listen to Smart Smart, and we'll see where Casey lies. Stay tuned. Yeah, so... I mean, I can see where Cole's coming from. No, you can't. <laughs> uh, but for me, it was a movie that I felt no one really asked for and no one really wanted. But I... After I saw it, though, I was okay with accepting it see now i no one asked for it i think a lot of us wanted to know a little bit more about han solo because like we had the clone wars which i haven't seen all of like the backstories in between the prequels and the regular movies and all that stuff i mean han solo was kind of a mystery which i liked but i don't think no one asked for a han solo movie by himself Did, like there had to be people out there well, I mean, there's always some nerd somewhere that wants something, but it wasn't like a public. <laughs> this weather nerd, give me the Han Solo. Exactly. It he wasn't doesn't like, even work. There, was <laughs> there wasn't a public outcry for a Han Solo. Like, oh, we need the Han Solo origin story because Han Solo didn't really need an origin story. Like, he was a lovable rogue. Yeah, like in his own right. By the way, this is Bruising Review sponsored you by Green Belt Blue. And for legal purposes, just so you know, it's not actually sponsored by Green Belt Blue. Um, for bruising reviews, we also don't agree on legal purposes, so we're fine. <laughs> anyway, so um, how are we going to kick this off? Well, to be honest, I, let's have first reactions. I think you brought it up perfectly, Casey. I walked in this movie with no expectations. I'm like, this is a Han Solo movie. There are three things I love about this film. Han Solo, the young Han Solo, felt like Han Solo when he was young. And there, I disagree with you a lot. No, are you kidding? Okay, we can, we can talk about that later. <laughs> well, we're talking about two different characters here. You said Han and Han. Which one are we focusing on? <laughs> Which one shot first? <laughs> <laughs> no, Han. I mean, they do switch it, it is Han, right? Agreed or disagree. Agre- <laughs> How do we agree? Whoa! Now there's a whole flip okay, here. We need to stop with the puns before I <laughs> yeah, we're, someone badly. People can be like, we already had like 10 podcast listeners. Like, we're done with this. We're gone. Spoiler alert, we only have 20 listeners. <laughs> so Han, um, I think the young Han, like, I didn't like him at first, but I, he felt like a because Han was cocky. This feels like a young, cocky Han, how he would be. Now, I also like, um, his relation to Chewbacca. How they meet makes a little sense. I also love how he wanted to be the best pilot in the world but gets stuck in there. But there's a reason why the Empire is chasing him. He's a traitor. Makes a lot of sense. Those are three things that I love the setup of this movie. And Woody Harrelson as um, the lovable rogue as well. I think Woody Harrelson knocks us out of the park. Yeah, I guess... Um, well, it was Cole. It was your move. Yeah, that's it. 
I mean, going... I, I, I disagree with that a lot. All of it? Not all of it. Yeah, you shouldn't, because... Especially the first part. I thought, when I watched this, I was like, okay, so you have, you know, Harrison Ford was amazing as Han Solo. But you can't... You, you have this, you know, like the cocky rogue. I didn't think that this guy pulled off being Harrison Ford. He... Maybe he was Han Solo. He didn't give me, like, oh, you played Harrison Ford really well. There was a couple times where, you know, maybe he would strike the pose just right or he would say something where I'm like, oh, there he got it. But most of the time I'm like, oh, this is your interpretation of Han Solo. This isn't you being Harrison Ford, which I thought left See, Harrison a little Ford isn't Han Solo is his own character. You shouldn't try to be Harrison Ford. You should try to be Han Solo. This is what... See? His entire argument no, is completely off the rails. But, like, say in the movie Looper, where you have Joseph Gordon Levitt. You can't just bring Looper. We have a whole different podcast <laughs> for that, okay? Joseph Gordon Levitt playing Bruce Willis. He does a lot of, like, amazing, alert. amazing <laughs> facial expressions of Bruce Willis, the way Bruce Willis would say things, a lot of characteristics that make you feel like it really is Bruce Willis. You don't think this actor does that? No. None. A little bit. There was a, I said a there, lot. There's I, a lot of. I said there was. Like, he's like, by the way, he's like, like, after he does the whole, like, um,. What's it called? I can't even think of the... Kettle Run? Kessel. Kessel Run something. Kettle Run. Yeah. I'm close. He did a teapot kettle run into two, cooking oil. Two and a half tea bags. <laughs> yes. Cooking oil. My dog is running a little grease. No, the uh, Kessel Run. When he comes in and he just goes in, he's cocky like... Dude, the Kessel Run. <laughs> like, he's cocky. Like, he also was really cocky. probably like, I have a grenade here. And it's just a rock in his hand. Like, it felt like how young Han would be that cocky and thinking he could own the world. It felt like it. And if you don't think it is, watch it again. Dude, he felt like a young Han. I do not think he did. But anyway, <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> I think that's a, I think that should be our that should be our like mission statement of this podcast. Agree to maybe disagree. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I'll kind of like be the buffer like of both sides. Like I, I can see where you're coming from. I can see where you're coming from. Okay, so you're the bumpers on the fucking bowling. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> the bowling lane. Yeah, I just keep it. You're always gonna hit something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the instigator making sure the, the ball stays in play. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I get what you're saying, Cole. Like, it, to me, too, like, looking back on it, like, it seemed like a good storyline for its own character. Like, a little bit here and there, you can see how it's Han Solo. Um, for me, though, like, it just felt like Han Solo in, like, the original Star Wars saga. Han. 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 We say Han. Han. Yeah. It's it, Darth Lackey or something. I don't know. Darth Lackey? You'll see. With Daenerys Targaryen? Oh, shit. <laughs> we'll get real with Game of Thrones in here. I mean, she's in Han Solo. Oh, she's Love so, his life. I hope that's my wife one of these days. Anywho, back on topic here. Um, Sorry, Natalie Portman. You better replace. <laughs> it just felt like the Han you know from, like, the saga... Is is not the same Han here. Like the Han you get, you develop in the saga is the do anything to get ahead. Like I'm my own guy with my right man, right hand man Chewie here. It doesn't feel like a character that like his story started with an, a love story. You know, he just seems like a character that was like, hey, I want to get far in life. I gotta, don't care who I got to cut down to get my, um to get where I need to go. But here you just get to see a t- different twist on it, which I'm not sure if I can really connect that the same way to the same Han Solo. But wouldn't it make sense, like, if you see the Han, like, go back to the original trilogy of Star Wars and look at Han. Han. This guy, like, he looks like, does he not feel like he's been hurt and been effed over too many times? Like, yeah, like, and you can do that like, without having to f- incorporate a love story into it, though. Isn't love the best way to get screwed over? And like, yeah, but also, I mean, how many people have you seen in real life? Also, they lose the love of their life. Like, Screw when, it, I'm done. When your father figure, who has been, 
you know, the person teaching you these ways is the one that tries to stab you in the back, that would also be a pretty good indicator then, too. Which, that also which that's the point. Remember what he taught him. Yeah. Don't trust anyone. Yeah. Which he, Han shot first. Which okay. this movie gives us. Time which out. I love. <laughs> I, okay, I like to love the fact that he shot first. But that uh, was and, another. And that was a big, huge, George Lucas. Huge, huge beef I had with it was, I don't know how many times I've heard that, where you have a movie where, like, anytime you work, work with spies or people that maybe aren't telling you the truth. You work with spies all the They're time? like, oh, don't trust anyone. And if it's a good character that says that, they'll be like, not even me. And if it's a bad character, they'll be like, hey, don't trust anyone. And then at the end, they're like, ha-ha, I said not to trust anyone, not even me. I'm like, okay, I've seen this hundreds yes, of times. Yes, it doesn't make sense for his character. Come on. I've seen Just this you've hundreds seen... of times, and you're going to throw that in the face of the big reveal okay. at the end of the movie. Okay, That was garbage. I don't think that was the big reveal. No, I think we all knew this. this okay, this movie, I think if you can't predict... The ending, besides the very ending, which I don't think anyone saw coming. No, that blew my mind. That yeah, that, yeah I, mean, I don't think anyone called that one. That's what made this movie. Um, but it. the yeah. ending there, I think we all called it. But just because you see, just like, again, with prequels, like, I love episode three. The prequels, be damned. Take away episode one and two. Revenge of the Sith, I think, is a legitimate, amazing Star Wars film. Which we can so I had a conversation with someone just the prequel side note. Yeah, but we're, I would have loved it in episode three when they're crash landing John Ruby's ship. Had Hayden Christensen just said, "Now this is pod racing." I would have <laughs> dropped it. Well, he's welcome back on that. <laughs> no, this... no, because we can't go back to the Phantom. Would have made the entire saga. Well, <laughs> that one thing. Now this is pod race. Now you can think whatever you want, and now you made me lose my train of thought. Those laughing so hard, but um. Like, I said, like, just because you know, like, we knew that Anakin Skywalker has become Darth Vader. It didn't make that any more tragic when it happened in the film, when we had to watch it happen. Like, even though you know the destination, if you do it right, it's not a problem. They didn't. That was I, my point. See, this is my, this is my <laughs> disagreement. It made sense that you'd be like, he, gets, he joins on a smuggling to get out of the Imperial Army, which makes him a traitor, which makes sense why they said, like, oh, the Imperial Army's after Han. Why? What did he do? Well, he was a part of the Imperial Army, and he gave you double guns and just left. Okay, and this is another huge thing that I have wrong with this movie, is that... He's all about... He's a problematic dude, man. Like, when I watch this movie... Like, it, you I never like, like... No, this is one of the nice things. Like, I have to be the optimist. This guy's no, negative Nelly when, over here. When I watch this movie, I was Apologies watching to all it with, Nellies out there that with my brother-in-law, who was, who was loving it. You don't have a brother-in-law. Wait, crap, I'm one. <laughs> <laughs> he was loving this movie. He gets on and he's like, wow, that was a great movie. And I just bit my tongue because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let him have his moment. I didn't. Think I never was... got the chance to clearly vent my anger at this movie. Well, now's your chance. Exactly. Here we are. But Han Solo, <laughs> Han. What, what this Han. movie did Han. is they took away his cool story from episode four. What it, cool, they story. Took away what cool his, story they had? They took away his char- character arc. Because Han was somebody who didn't give a crap about people that... He and Luke, no, they, they had their thing, and he makes the right choice at the end. If you didn't give it, okay, tell me. No, 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 no. Here's point. where you're wrong. No, no, no I, I, I need, I need, I need no, 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 no. <laughs> Judge Casey? <laughs> Cole, finish your thought. Wow! Oh. You friends along with him? <laughs> anyway. Never shop at Shields. In this movie, <laughs> he starts off as, like, this innocent guy. He's working with these people. You're like, oh, 
you know, where where's this where's this character going? And it's like, oh, he he always makes the right decision. Oh, he's gonna help these people even though it might cost him money. That's not Han Solo. Han Solo doesn't do that. Han Solo is a guy who seeks his own fortune and is doing things and like all that meaning that he had in episode four making that right decision is totally undercut by this movie because he already made that character journey in this movie let me give you three reasons why you're wrong one you can't just not care about people and suddenly start caring about people a lot of people called anti-personality disorder did you talk during his speech I'm just asking for a friend. Because you didn't say anything during his. No, you're supposed as, to be as, impartial as judge. Page, okay, judge Judy, you just calm down there. Let me finish my point. It, it Number two, Casey is an impartial judge. <laughs> Doubt it. Um, no, I, I think the reason, like I, like I told you before, Han, uh story is about mistrust. Like you, he... Wouldn't it make sense for me to be an optimistic, like, oh, I'm going to save the world, I'm going to do this, I'm going to become the best pilot in the world, and he gets screwed over. You just think, he should care about people, so you can't just turn around and just, like, at one minute, like, I don't care about people my entire life. Oh, wait, now I care, because Leia's super hot in that slave outfit. We don't know that yet, but she will be, and then turns the Millennium Falcon around. Like, it made sense that he cared at one point. It makes sense that he was a big-eyed, optimistic guy that... The world cut down, and he's like, you know what? I'm in it for me. Me and Chewie, I don't care about anyone else. And that new hope reminded him of the good of people. See, and I, you're, you're making a lot of connections there that I don't think were actually made. Well, maybe you don't, you don't know Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, That's and fine. like... like I, can, I think all these Bumper's movies... Com- these Bumper's podcasts are based on people making personal connections. Bumper's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping the ball in play here. Well, we'll see. <laughs> By the way, guys, we got um, boxing gloves. We'll see who wins. <laughs> one shall stand. Um. Yeah, and so, like, it's one of those, like, as you were describing that stuff, it's like, yeah, I can see that, but, like, I didn't feel it in the movie. I didn't feel the same way. And, like, going back to what you kind of said, like, I had at the beginning, it's like, it felt like a Star Wars movie, but it didn't feel like Solo. It felt like maybe, like, the son of Solo, more so than, you know, Kylo is the son of Solo. But, like, it felt more like... I was following (laughs) someone closely related. Okay. Okay, Buffer Man. (laughs) I agree with you. Now, granted, let me say, this movie is far from perfect. Agreed. Like, this is not... (laughs) Here, I think I'm one of those people, like, I walked out of this movie, I usually go with my first reaction. Like, I try to give almost every movie, now some movie, like Endgame, Avengers Endgame, it's impossible not to have expectations. Like, it's been built up for so many years. We watch so many things. It's False. impossible to shut up. Huh? False. I didn't watch any movie trailers at all for it, and I went into it with zero expectations. Yeah, so did I. You, you didn't think that... You didn't go in there thinking, I hope this is amazing. <laughs> no, dude. I was like, all right. But now he's alive. We have an impartial partial judge. <laughs> Everyone like knows. Right. <laughs> but um, this movie, I literally... I'm like, I'm like, I don't expect to be impressed. And I wasn't. But did I enjoy my... Was I mad I watched this movie in theaters? No, has some cool set pieces. I thought Han was Han. Lando Calrissian, played by Danny Glover. Can we give this guy a shout out? This guy just nailed it. Oh my gosh, Donald Glover is amazing in this. Yeah, he is young Lando. Nailed Lando. Yes, hundred percent. And those things when they're doing like the whole card thing at the end, and the beginning of the end is like, oh my gosh, Tywin. 
This movie's worth it just by those character interactions. Well, I felt real. This felt like young those two. Well, and like, so yeah, I will say the end part there with Lando and Han. When he screws up, yeah. like that, that felt like Lando and Han. I would, say, I will say. Yeah, um, but also even true, like to go back, like, mm, yeah, what do you think like it felt it for at the end, not the beginning. But towards the end, this felt like Han Solo for me. Well, I saying, think this guy did the best job he possibly could. I, think I just he don't think you could do that good of a job. I don't... <laughs> like Harrison Ford being Indiana Jones. Could we have it? Like, I don't think you will ever be able to have someone that, be- that best Harrison Ford as young Indiana Jones. Like, That's as because that- Hollywood hasn't reached out to me yet. I know, I'm shocked. <laughs> like, can't grow a beard, Casey. It's because I haven't tried. Better start trying if you're going to be Indiana Jones. That guy's got scruff. He had a five o'clock shadow yesterday. Yeah. I, like, I'm not saying like, I didn't enjoy Han, Han Solo because like I did. Like it was no, like, but that's the point. It was it's, a great movie. It, Star Wars is like, I but think, has its own storyline. I think Star Wars has a personal connection with all of us. I think we can all agree with that. Like I grew up with it. I did. Obviously, I'm not that old where I got to watch him opening day. But I have my older brothers who got that um, special edition VHS. Yes, I had that one. Yeah, yep. <laughs> the gold one, the gold one. And, like, my brother's like, you got to sit down and watch it. I got to watch them all. And I got to see the twist. And I got to see all this stuff. Star Wars has been a lot for me since I was a little kid. And the prequels, Phantom Menace, I saw it when I was nine. I didn't realize how much it sucked till later. <laughs> like, we were like, oh, it's Star Wars. And you realize that Star Wars is kind of for kids. And all this other stuff. Oh. And it, it was made for kids. Come here. Have you seen the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi? They throw rocks at stormtroopers, and the guy's like, I'm done. <laughs> he rocked me, dude. Have you played Battlefront? They kill you instantly. I know. I played Battlefront. Battlefront 1 and 2 on both those games. They are amazing. But I think, like, Solo, like, just felt like a fun movie. It's not, it didn't ruin Han Solo for me. It didn't give me anything I didn't need to know, but it felt like a fun blockbuster. Like, it just felt like... Uh, Pacific Rim type movie. It's the best way. I've never seen Pacific Rim. Okay, well, no one's asking. <laughs> I'm talking to people that have. If you've seen it, Pacific Rim is the best. Like when me and Evan saw it, we watched it, we loved it, and it's like, do you really want to watch it again? No, but I enjoyed the time I had. Like I'm not mad. I saw it in the theater. I thought it was a fun film. See, I was actually mad at Pacific Rim. No, this movie. Pacific Rim was just kind of like. No, but it was like okay. rock 'em sock 'em robots. I know. When it's like monsters fighting, fighting robots, I expect it to be this way. This is like you're part of the Star Wars. Don't see the sequel if you series, so you should tie into the rest well, of the Star Wars. And Star Wars is always those movies, like you said, like you you didn't want to see more than once. Star Wars has always been those movies that you want to see more than once. Like I saw Solo again. It was on even, Netflix, and I watched it for free again. Still not disappointed. Like I'm not mad at this film. And I'm not saying that. Is like, it perfect? Like I, said, no. I enjoyed it. But, yeah. like, it, I think they could have done better. We'll I, see. The, I can honestly say I will never watch this movie again. We'll see. What about you lose a bet to me? Possibly. Over, um... Cart. I will never choose to see this movie again. Over cart. <laughs> I'll take your little, um, wild card and put it in my deck. But, no, I thought the, che- the Chewy, like... Chewy Han relationship was really cool. Like he kept talking to me. He's like, "Oh yeah, I took this," and like, like having a conversation. I thought their banter was great. I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of fun stuff. There's a lot of terrible stuff. Don't get me wrong, but this is a this is six and a half, seven out of ten for me. I I can't be that mad at it. I really can't because it didn't piss me off. Like there are movies I leave like or pre like episode two when you see it again as an adult, pissed me off. 
That dialogue, that, there's no romance between Amidala and Anakin. That's the worst dialogue I've ever heard in my entire life. That's the best pickup line ever. N- n- what, dude? I hate sand? I hate sand. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is when Whoa, we... Got where's pants. the buffer? Where's the buffer now, Miss, Miss um, um, non-biased judge over here? No, <laughs> no. When you watch it again, because I watched it as a kid, I'm like, oh, lightsaber, Jedi fighting. I'm so excited. And then you watch it again as a doll, I'm like, this is painful. It's painful to listen to. Like, the dialogue is terrible. Until you get to the arena, and you're like... That, that, that's what me as a kid, like... I'm glad I watched two hours of a movie to finally see all my... I don't, can I say boners? Boners! <laughs> Come to fruition. It was so amazing to see all the Jedi fight, but, like, that movie itself is so bad. Attack of the Clones, I think, is worse than Phantom Menace. I'll go on. It's just long. Uh, I will agree with that, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the worst of the prequel. But I think Revenge is this... Solo is, like, another step down from there. No, so look, again, stop, we can't, like, we have the Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker is not out yet, but we have that whole, like, Skywalker trilogy from episode one to almost episode nine now, and I think the, like, Rogue One, have you watched Rogue One again? Yes. It, that is painful. What? What? First, okay, stay tuned, guys, we might have to do another podcast. I liked the movie a lot the first time. Yeah. Second time, it is such a stupid movie. What are you talking about? It I watched it po- three times. I- Take away the Darth Vader scene at the end, because everyone knows how to end a movie. That was one of the most amazing things I've seen. Yes, that, that is a scene. boring, boring film. So without getting into Rogue One, and us, like, have you seen the sequel, Road Two? <laughs> it's coming out. Stay tuned, twenty twenty two. Rogue Two. Okay, it's just a picture of the planet. No one's just moving. <laughs> planet. Here's the trailer. Down. Planet. Death Star. Blown up. Like, Rogue One. You you knew what was going to happen. Are we going to combine both these? Are we going to do it? No, or you want to, okay. no, we're not. We got to save one. I'm you sorry. Have, to, I you have character you. arc. You have like it actually. What gave... character arc? The thing is, they, like, have, a, they have a with, tentacle monster that reads people's minds. Everyone's cool with that. With with Rogue One, we're not basing it off of characters we already know about, though. We don't have any expectations about these characters. And we know. Unfortunately, a fair point. I hate giving the yes. judge. The judge. Judge okay. Casey. I haven't said anything bad about this movie in a little while, so... I, I'm sure you're <laughs> aching. Exactly. Uh, the... Uh, what's your face? Uh, Game of Thrones. Daenerys Targaryen. Yes. That's not her name. Uh, Clark. That's not her name. It was some, something Clark. I'm not helping you, dude. Amelia. I'm going to let you... Amelia I'm going to give you enough rope to hang yourself. Amelia <laughs> Clark. Anyway. I call her Amy. <laughs> Anyway, her character to me felt like one of those arrow things. Where I like, think you're thinking of Terminator Genesis. I think you're applying both. <laughs> I think you're applying both. Of these. No, no, no one brought up her character. She's forgettable as hell. No one cares. No, but like, oh, let's have like she's doomed to be on this like terrible planet that Han escapes from, and then she turns out to be like in a super high power position. Like, no, that's not how how things work. I think so. No, that's not how things work. Like, you don't just go from... Yeah, I, <laughs> I get it. Do you want to explain to him what I'm if doing? If you're on a terrible desert planet that nobody cares about, you how don't do you get, rise how, to a huge how, position of power. You just don't. It's just convenient for the plot. Not when you're super hot and just have all... Okay, fine. <laughs> so you're saying that no one in that pl- entire planet's history has ever been super hot? Did you see anyone in the entire movie that was super hot on that planet? No, Han found the greatest girl. Like, you're going to marry me. And no, but it, it's one of those things that's very convenient for the plot. They're like, hey, guess what? The girl that you loved is now in this position of power but made no sense in the story. 
Like you're on a terrible planet that nobody cares about, that Hong Kong went to get off of, and now I, I think I just figured out why you hate this movie, and I'm totally cool with it. You wanted this story. I didn't give a crap about the story. I want to see my characters do my character things. That's part of the story. Okay, but what story could you possibly care about? Not this one. What? Okay. <laughs> see, I, I just wanted to see characters I know and love do character stuff like Lando, Han, Chewie. Do those things. That's what I wanted to see in this movie. Yeah. I didn't need to see anything. There was no undergirding story. That one was near the Castle Rock. They like, did it. It was kind of cool. A little a bit tense. Super, super surface level movie where they're like, hey, here's characters that are doing things that you've seen them do before, and there's no story to tie it all together. Yeah, that's why they make some characters. They do character things that they've done before. What about Han's just like, by the way, I'm going to be super passive. Become a Jedi. On the side. No, but. My point is, there's no undergirding story, so it's never going to be a movie that everybody loves because nobody actually cares about it. It's a heist movie in Star Wars universe. That's all it is. It wasn't even a good heist movie. Yeah, there wasn't well, even. Name your favorite heist movie. Go. Ocean's Eleven. Wow, that. You never even saw Ocean's Ten. <laughs> <laughs> the judge comes back. <laughs> Crap, did we give him a nickname on our own podcast? The judge. We don't even have judge. nicknames! <laughs> the judge. You're the buffer, one of the two. You're not the buffer. You're the bummy block from this podcast. Point being, I wasn't mad. I give it I give it a six point eight out of ten. I was not pissed. I give it a three point five out of ten. A three a three point five. Three point five. You are just ridiculous and you're acting emotional right now. That's insane. No, because I felt this way for ever since I watched it. Because you weren't be able to, you weren't let to, you weren't allowed to let your emotions out about the movie. So they've been sitting there residuing, growing mold. You're like, oh, I'm get it out one of these days, dude. This movie added nothing to the legacy of Han Solo. Take off your vest. You don't even deserve to wear a vest. Han Solo would wear a vest better than you. Took away his character arc from the original trilogy and pretty much just gave me How? absolutely nothing Casey, new, I need refreshing, you, I, no storyline. I need to talk to this man. Like. There was parts of the movie I appreciated. I love Lando, um, his whole character throughout the whole movie. Oh, he's, he's Le- perfect. Lando stole the show. Didn't appreciate Woody Harrelson. I, his didn't appreciate the main girl. Didn't appreciate-, didn't appreciate the love story. This movie fell flat, and that's why it totally bombed in theaters. No, because it also came out in May. Name one time any Star Wars movies come out in May. I'll wait. May the Force be with you. you can't talk to me. It didn't even come out on May the Fourth. <laughs> came out like May twenty sixth. No, but that was wasn't that originally why they were. No, because they wanted to pull a Captain Marvel and just be like, oh, we're gonna put it here. Well, I'm sure it'll go out well. And now, guess what? The Obi Wan solo movie, in between like why Luke's like being a child, he gets me on Tatooine, which I wanted to see, might be on hold for a while. Yeah, because, because the movie of this sucks movie. so bad. No, still give it your ticket price. It but the thing it. is, though, people actually wanted to see an Obi Wan backstory. Going back to what I said, I wanted to see Han. No one wanted to know what Han was doing this entire time. No one. It no. Never crossed my when mind. The, no. no. When I said Boba Fett, I was like, oh shoot, yeah, I want to, I want to know what that guy's backstory is, like. Yeah, because you know, he has like thirty minutes of total screen time. Yeah, and, and dies guess like what? A I'd still rather see a backstory on him. Because we don't know anything about him. <laughs> we literally know nothing. No, that's not true. The prequel show does everything. Exactly. Django, father of Boba. No, but imagine any character that you really love. So say for you, Deadpool. And they're like, let's make an origin story about Deadpool. They did! They did. A, a new prequel to that one. 
Good. Well, how would they do that? It doesn't Wade matter. Wilson stories like, and we're gonna make a prequel. Oh, no, they, if they we're make a Wade have... Wilson prequel. Ryan Reynolds, I will sign up for that movie. I will be there. In, I will see. But you. we're not gonna make any storyline have anything tied to anything. We're just gonna have them do a little um, bit. Did of you read the stuff. end of this? Darth Maul is back. Did you forget about that? Yeah, I'm surprised they actually didn't go into that. Here. Uh, I had to because like he was going out. Did you not sit there like, oh shit? <laughs> no. See, he was already. I was just mad at this movie. See, that's the pro- you were mad, and when you get mad, Cole, and I know you, I've known you for years. When you get mad, you just sit down there. You're like, mm, I hate this movie. Yeah, you'll just like you'll grind your feet in. You won't say anything positive about it. This is why I'm here. I'm a positive, Polly. I just thought know? it was pretty lazy filmmaking all around. I can agree with that. They, this movie could have been way better. Yes. yes. Did I enjoy some of the set pieces? Like. That whole, like, um, the heist on the, um, can't think of that, that light rail thing they had going on. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That was fun. Tense. Cool. It was okay. Well shot, too. It was okay. No, you're just mad about this movie to begin with. You're not going to agree. You're not going to say, like, yeah, it's great. Nate, okay, your favorite part to, about this movie that's not Lando. Go. Because if you don't, you're now you're just lying to yourself. Um... Uh, I like the I like the poker scenes or whatever they were playing. Lando, see again, take away Lando. There are good, there are a couple good scenes. If you're honest with yourself, you can admit it. Um, I like the the scene where where he escapes. Uh, with like he first meets Chewie, he escapes. Where they're doing the whole, he does the whole thing to get like on board with the smugglers because he recognizes them. I thought that was cool to okay. begin with. Okay, so he's fair. I thought that was cool too. Yeah. Hard to argue with that. But overall, like I, I'm not mad at. I think I'm, the reason, like, I'm one of those movie goers. Like, I don't get upset about a movie that didn't impress me. Like, if it pisses me off, like if it ruined Han Solo, then I'd be upset. But See, I, I, I feel like I that's feel what like it did for me. So that, that's why I'm so emotional about this. Is like, I felt like you took a character, gave me everything I didn't want to see on him, and just left me feeling empty. When I actually really like Han Solo, just not in this movie. And this is why movies are art. Some people can see it, some people can't. Casey, what's your final rating? So yeah, my rating's probably going to be about five. Oh, five, I'm five, sorry. Five. We're out of time here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, and like, yeah, probably closer to the 5.5 side of thing, just because like... Okay, guys. It's... <laughs> what do you... What it, do you it, was, it was a good 5. movie. 5.5? Are you kidding me? Like, if you don't give it a 6, you're just a liar. We'll go 6... Or 5.7. Anyways, that's all the time we have today, folks.